Hi guys, what's up? This is the Wabi Sabi Podcast and you're listening to episode 37. And it's for real, episode 37 this time. I'm not high, but I might have been last night. I am in Amsterdam and that's just what you do here. <laughs> so I was laughing so hard because the questions that you guys asked me this week on Instagram were awesome and thank you. And one of them was like, hmm, what's your stance on smoking joints? And it's like, dude... Like, come on, who wants to be that serious in this one life that we have? Today's topic is going to be all about letting go. And I don't mean just like smoke at a J or like chilling or going on a weekend bender. I mean, letting go of all the things in life that aren't bringing you joy, that aren't bringing you closer to what you want in this one life. And letting go is probably one of the most powerful super tools that you have as a human with compassion and empathy and a soul. So I don't want you to torture yourself anymore. Today's episode is perfect coming from Holland. It's an incredible place to be. What you don't know is how much pain and trauma and suffering I've worked through over the last few years. Everything from perhaps like producers or directors from other shows I've worked on to like childhood memories of being teased for being Japanese to never feeling good enough in relationships to the writing and work that I do. Like a lot of it, I feel like criticized over by um, people that maybe don't Maybe they judge. I'm not sure. But from the time that we were talking when I was in Pearl Harbor to where I am now, right after this Europe trip, um, I flew in to work with this amazing nonprofit, uh, globalgirlsglow.org in Paris. And then I went straight to London to see SIS. And you heard that recording on episode 36. And then I went right into Amsterdam to work with my friends out here at the publishing house Spectrum um, because they translated my book into Dutch and I was so thrilled. And who doesn't want to come out here and look at the Dutch boys? So from that time, so that was December to February, a lot of practice came and a lot of things were let go of. And I wanted to do this for myself because I think too many times we hold on to things because of conformity or we're used to it or we feel like we have to stick to a timeline. And today I'm going to talk about simple ways, practices, exercises that you can do every day to let go. Take a deep breath in and let it out. Okay, so the first thing I want to talk about um, is the KonMari method. My friend Marie Kondo, Marie Kondo, created the KonMari method, which is an incredibly smart method in letting go of things that don't bring you joy anymore. So it could be items in your apartment, home, office. It can even refer now to people and friends, Instagram accounts. Maybe it's work that you don't want to do anymore. It's all 
a great simple way and she's so smart for creating this idea so simple if it doesn't bring you joy then I highly recommend that you reconsider what you're giving or doing with that project and what I mean by that is if you're writing a novel right now or say you're working on a style guide or you're working on a <clears throat> a long-term project can I record over oh I can record over I think I can record over maybe not anyways that was a whole lot of bullshit right in the middle there so we should probably add that out Morgan <laughs> at 4 30 anyways what I what I really want to say is is that letting go is such a powerful tool and if you haven't read Maria Kondo's book the life-changing magic of tidying up I highly recommend getting it and learning how to spark more joy in your life and to let go of all the shit that you don't need in your life what you don't know is also that things have not been perfect over here and they're not perfect for anyone so I know how much you've all been struggling between December to February life is tough it's not tough for everyone but it can be challenging at times and I let go of more people places things jobs dating all of that in the last three months than I ever have before and I feel good about it so as hard as some of the decisions were I think that it's where I'm supposed to be and at the end of the day if a boy really wants to be with me he'll come back and if you know the old assistants or colleagues I want to work with me and respect me and what I do they'll come back and I think that life is a set of choices that we make every day and we are free to make good choices every day and sometimes it means letting go of what's not working for you anymore. You should take time over these next few months to think about what you really want in this one lifetime that you have to live, to serve, and to love those are really simple things. You also are being tested every day by challenges, by trauma, by pain, by anger, by sadness, by anguish, depression, anxiety. Everybody has these same traits, tendencies, demons, whatever you want to call them. Nobody has it made, but what I'm trying to let you know is that you have a superpower in letting go. In today's episode in 30, Seven, we're going to talk about your superpower and exercising more on how to let go. So number one, <clears throat> practice the Konmari method, read the book, and you can apply those practices in letting go of, of things that aren't serving you anymore, discarding, and just getting them out of your life. Now, I noted also that the Konmari method, um, my sister and I talked about this last week also, you can Konmari your friends um, and you can Konmari Instagram accounts you don't want to follow or friends on Facebook or Twitter handles that you're over. Um, you don't have to subject yourself to your iPhone and your smartphone every day in seeing garbage, you know, you can change your whole world by just unfollowing 20 people that you're just not interested in following anymore. 
Um, I think it's also really important to follow the people you do respect and love and show them you care. Um, social's an interesting tool and it's powerful and you should never let the device control you. You should know that you have power and control in letting go. And so you can also use your phone a lot less and try to let go. But while letting go of friends is not an easy exercise to practice, I will tell you I've allowed myself um, the grace of letting go of friends that don't spark joy for myself anymore. And it's it means nothing. It means I just need to move forward and make space for new people that do spark joy. I want to tell you in letting go, you open up a lot of space for new people, places, and things, and new practices that will open your eyes. And I think that if you do the right thing your entire life, and you're honest and open and loving, and you have good intent, I think that things come back to you. And I'm starting to see that with globalgirlsglow.org. Um, every time I, I look at one of the younger girl's eyes or I hear a story about somebody who was mentored when they were younger and now they want to give back, I almost immediately well up into tears and feel emotion. And it's probably because there's a part of me that wants to sincerely give back so much to so many people that helped me along my journey and they still are helping. Cecilia. <laughs> Jacqueline, Ray, Chloe. Um, I'm trying to think of all like the people, Miriam, like there's so many people that help me every day um, without pay. And it's amazing how it just makes sense because I think 90% of the work I do is charitable and nonprofit work. So it does come back to you. It's powerful. You let go of friends that are holding you back or judging you or making you feel like you're not good enough or they're telling you what to do with your life. You can let go. There is a power in that. And mind you, it took me a couple of years and I'm still going through it now to figure out how to do that. Um, But I've made space and every day I still think of some friends that I had falling out with Swift and I, I pray for them and it's not easy and it's been painful, but I feel like it's necessary. And, um, just like letting go of an ex-boyfriend, like time is the greatest healer of all. And you got to just give yourself the space and the grace and say, it's okay to let go because as the time passes, the wounds heal. Kintsugi starts to seal and you see the beauty in the separation eventually you will see all the good in the relationship that helped you to become a better person today and you should give those relationships um that time to heal if you're letting go of them and you should give yourself grace expectations are something to let go of. I'm guilty of this. I can be judgmental without realizing it. I can expect people to give as much as I do. 
Um, I'm constantly disappointed in people and let down. And this was a year where I had to let go of a ton of employees and people that freelance with me and say, I'm paying you. I don't need any extra like baggage. I don't need to please you. I don't need to make you happy. We are working together and we have a working relationship and you're getting paid. Like I owe you nothing except a paycheck and respect. And when people disrespect me and cross the line, I was kind of appalled and I finally told myself I would no longer deal with people that are insubordinate and talk back and or people that are just straight up not focused 150 on work. I can't afford with the very little free time I have to spend it with people that don't give 150 and so therefore I stopped having expectations with all the wrong people and I started only hiring on people that I prepared wholeheartedly and said if you want to work with me it's tough as fuck but it is so rewarding and if you can handle it then welcome to the club but I no longer will have expectations with people I I'm still working on this every day and it's a struggle, but I just, I simply don't want to deal with people's shit anymore and I don't want to be let down anymore. I'm setting myself up for failure by saying that, but I'm practicing letting go of people that aren't serving and giving their all. And I think that if we can all let go of expectation even more and expect nothing in return, we are entitled to nothing. We should expect nothing. I think that life could be a little bit easier. So I would love for you to practice also letting go of expectations timelines this is something that a lot of us hold on to and I'm also somebody that was handed a timeline when I was in my 20s I thought I would definitely be married by 27 and have kids in my 30s and that's because that was a timeline that was handed to us by somebody else I didn't know that my job as a writer and author and journalist and and media figurehead or whatever the fuck I am now, entrepreneur, um, boss ass bee. Um, (laughs) There are so many, so many titles that people have given to me, but I think the one that I hold the most um, sort of in respect to what I do is, is I'm a messenger and I have a really important job to do and that's to serve everyone. And, um, The timeline for me was not what I thought it was going to be. Um, I love my friends so much and we have all had different timelines. And the friends that I love, love are the ones that never judged me for being different. You know, I'm sitting over in Amsterdam, like smoking a J and like chilling with my publisher out here and, and really letting go of stuff that's not serving me. 
while running a business like multiple businesses on the other side of the globe. And and this is tough. You know, you'll learn in episode 36, like how much extra work on the side my sister and I come home to after we leave the office. And it's infinitely like grand. It just continues. And that's a huge honor and privilege, you know, to be the messenger and to take on that role. But the timeline for me was different. And I really, really like being single and dating and having like options. You know, I love boys and you guys know that. And I love girls too. But I mean, I obviously date. Well, never mind. You guys know what I mean. I love boys. I mean, I was all about the Dutch boys and still am. Um, But it doesn't matter which way you swing. That's not what I'm getting at. It matters like for you to let go of the timeline of that whole, like, I've got to get married. I've got to have kids. I've got to retire. I've got to do like, there's just no timeline anymore. At some point you got to let go of that timeline and say, I am exactly where I'm supposed to be in this one life that I have. And I'm going to fucking enjoy it. I want to see the world. I want to write books for everyone to read. I am a messenger and that's my job. I'm certain the right man and my hands on my heart is going to come when he is supposed to come. And that sounds sexual, but I mean, he's, he always does, but I mean, (laughs) he's going to come when he's supposed to come. Right guys. Okay. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. So he's coming. (laughs) Anyways, let go of the timeline, guys, please. We'll talk about this in another episode, but it's so painful to see so many girls freak out when they're single. I'm like, dude, fucking enjoy it. And my friend C's told me once there are so many perks to being single and I believe it. I get to sleep in my bed by myself. There's nobody snoring next to me or their like leg is shaking or whatever. I get to make up my own schedule. I do whatever I want whenever I want. I travel the world on my accord. And sure, it's always business that's booking me across the globe. But it's also a lot of pleasure and a lot of fun. And if you let go of the timeline a little bit, and take really good care of yourself and exercise, and sleep well and eat well, treat others with grace and good care and be empathetic and compassionate towards others' choices, respect them and love them. I promise you everything in due time and divine timing will happen for you right when it's supposed to. So my friend Dana is getting married and I'm so excited. This is a childhood friend from junior high. Um, We were in softball together and showstoppers and choir and we were so funny and silly and weird and she's still one of my best friends. She'll be the ninth wedding that I've been in um, as a bridesmaid and I'm so excited and um, we were leaving yoga once and we were like at Sprouts which is like this local grocery store here and she has a kid and she 
had a child with one of her boyfriends in Hawaii and moved back on her own and eventually met this really great guy, Johnny. And she says to me, like, while we're in the parking lot after workout class at Sprouts, like, friend, being on a timeline is so old-fashioned. She's like, all of that is old-fashioned. Like, I want you to think differently about where you're going with your life. And, you know, that can apply to anybody at any moment in time. You can decide when and how you'd like to live your life at any moment. And that is like the most beautiful part of living is that at any moment you can decide you want to change the way you're living and you can decide to let go of that timeline. Oh, love that hurts. Too many times I think um, I thought I was in love with somebody that caused me great pain. I don't know what that was about. I think a lot of it is probably simply not being ready for real divine partnership or love or just being attracted to like a bad boy or unavailable men. Um, But I kind of realized like I feel a lot better when I'm not attached to somebody where there is love that hurts and love that hurts is it's exactly what you think it is and you know what it is and it's not good for you love is not always perfect and it's not always patient but it's certainly not supposed to hurt so I kind of made a conscious decision this year to really focus on loving myself and letting go of all love that hurts It could be a friendship, it could be a boyfriend or girlfriend, it could be a partner, it could be a boss, it could be anybody who's causing you a great deal of pain. But I want you to just think about letting it go because it's hard and you don't have to make up with everybody and life is really short and it's great. And it's special and there's a lot of work for us to all do. But the one thing we can do that's easy is we can love one another deeply. And you can still love these individuals while you're letting them go. But I want you to practice letting any love that hurts go in your life. Um... Certain ways that I've learned to handle the heartache or the pain or just like, you know, being a, like an independent boss girl, like, of course, there's tough times. Um, running my business globally has been the most incredibly challenging time in my life. But I know that this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing at this moment in time. And I hope and pray and wish for you. In fact, I know that you're exactly where you're supposed to be at this one moment in time also. And that things will get better. I promise. A couple of actionable things that you can do. You can get the book, The Untethered Soul or The Four Agreements. And you can read them for self-help and self-growth. 
You can also begin meditation. Um, Deepak Chopra has a lot of great meditations for 30 minutes or more that work. Yoga is a really great practice to take things really slow and to start focusing on your breath. There are local community classes you can take anywhere and you can also go online, um, check out my friend Catherine Budig or uh, Kristen McKee or Lauren Taus um, and just practice yoga. It's an incredible practice that keeps you totally on point. You can also let go of things that aren't serving you like sugar or alcohol or tons of carbs or processed foods. These are things that can hinder our growth uh, spiritually and also health-wise, mentally and emotionally. So catch yourself if you need to cut out sugar or excess processed foods or alcohol. Um, If you have any sort of addiction, it's a great practice to let it go. You should seek out professional help today and let them know that you want to move on and change your life. Um, I just, I recommend seeing a professional doctor or physician in doing so. Um, Letting go also means becoming more mindful of your surroundings so that you can feel so much more in this one life. So a good practice for this too is to practice non-judgment of others. And then if you can every day make some me time, so that means I want you to make a cup of tea, whether it's like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten o'clock, and I want you to take like 20 to 40 minutes and just do me time. You can take a bath with Epsom salts and lavender oil. You can light some candles and meditate. You can practice Reiki, go see a friend. You can do some breathing techniques with a friend. You can read my friend Sahara Rose's um, Ayurvedic books. You can visit my friend Rosie Acosta's amazing yoga website You can go plan one of her retreats or you can just lay in bed and meditate. Um, But I want you to do me time, you know, pet your cat, take your dog for a little mini walk, cuddle with your dog, do me time alone and clear your head and mind of anything that isn't serving you. If life isn't sparking joy and challenges and you're not feeling fabulous with where you're at, I highly recommend changing things up and letting stuff go. Wabi Sabi. So I'm going to answer some of your questions that you guys asked this week. Thank you again for asking them. Like, I feel so grateful. Um, And... I think that you guys are awesome. And don't forget to write your five-star review on the pod. Okay. Nikki Jensen, one of my best friends, asked, How do you say sausage in Dutch? (laughs) Nikki, I looked it up for us. And I I screenshotted this and sent it to you. But it's, uh, you can say Frankfurter, Wiener, Wiener, or Worst. Yep. Hilarious. 
We have an inside joke, clearly, on sausages. <laughs> Kristen Nemuller asked, you seem very keen on smoking joints. What is your stance on drugs overall? Well, like we talked about this earlier in the podcast, like non-judgment, right? But if somebody's hurting themselves in any way, shape, or form, especially with drugs or alcohol and abusing the substances, and if it's like hard drugs, like no. But like weed is totally cool and chill in moderation. I'm I'm nobody. I'm just a writer and a messenger. But I think that weed is fun on occasion. And it's like, why not? Just, you know, don't burn out and smoke it all the time. Um, and people shouldn't judge other people. You know, again, if it's like hard drugs and you know somebody that's abusing themselves, then obviously please get them help. Um, but make sure that they want to get the help first for themselves. But hey, when you're in Amsterdam, a couple things you need to do. Stare at the Dutch boys. Go work out at a Dutch gym. Smoke a J. Ride a bike in the street. Go sightseeing. Go pick some tulips. Go see Rembrandt. Go see Van Gogh. Go to the Anne Frank house. You know, these are this is the stuff that you want to check off on your list. <laughs> Live life. And, you know, you don't have to smoke a J, but it's so fun. It's so fun. Okay, how to act with grace instead of overreacting in a millisecond. And this is written by page 108. That's, that's breathing techniques. That's making sure that you feel in your heart like you don't want to overreact or snap on anybody. So just make sure at the end of the day you breathe before you react Take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. Just remember that breathing techniques really do count and yoga and meditation will help you to act with more grace instead of overreacting. Okay, Amanda Lukian asked, as the biking capital of the world, are people still riding bikes in the freezing cold? They are, Amanda, and she means... um. In Amsterdam, there's bikes everywhere. It's amazing. It's cycling fun. And they definitely were riding their bikes in the freezing cold. Um, They still are, like, riding all around uh, in January, February, in December. And I think it's cool. It's a huge part of the culture here. And I think you should check it all out. Um, Check out my sister's bike shop also in London, the London Bike Kitchen. Chrissy McQuaid asks, how do you avoid burnout? You know what's so funny, Chrissy, is I just had a call with a financial advisor slash CFO because I'm horrible at money management. Even though I have great credit and I do quite well, um, I still really struggle because I'm constantly putting my money back into my business. I don't have investors and I don't have rich parents and I don't have a husband and all that. So I do everything on my own and I'm self-sufficient and all the money that I make is made on my own through my S-Corp, and then I put it right back into my own business and invest in several different areas, media, production, content, video, um, books, products, like you name it, I'll reinvest. Technology is another area where I'm going hard. Um, But I think that it's funny because the financial advisor CFO asked me, he's like, Candace, like, you are like on the edge of burnout right now. You need to remember to rein it back a little and start saying no to more things. 
So I'm guilty of burnout. Um, I think the best thing that I do when I'm really stressed out is I make time to work out at a bar class and I try to meet a friend afterwards to have like a good combo with them. It's like so important to have human connection with real friends. And I also like, I really think massage is a nice way for people to chill. And if you can get a hot masseuse, even better. Um, (laughs) And uh, (laughs) onsen baths with Epsom salts are amazing. I am going back on E! News February 19th. So please stay tuned for my awesome report on cleansing that's coming up. I talk a lot about Epsom salt baths onsen essential oils lavender but please start saying no to more things to avoid burnout uh gina akito asks oops sorry you guys my phone just timed out gina ariko um do you ever deal with depression and if yes like how do you stay motivated and working Great question, Gina. Of course I do. Everybody does. We're all human and depression is part of being human. Um, We're not machines and we're not AI. And I think it's important for you to remember that just like the evil thoughts or the crazy thoughts, they're just things like depression is just a thing and you need to just let it go, like observe it and let it go. It might take a few days, it might take you a few months, but you need to seek out professional help, see a therapist, go and do something to get your endorphins and your blood pumping and your circulation going. So you need to exercise as medicine for depression and seek out professional help if needed. But I also really find that I counter... I like fight it by not hanging out with people that make me feel shitty because that's like so many people can bring you down with them. And so if you avoid your triggers, like it could be drugs or alcohol or a bad person you're dating, those things will really help. So try to stay away from the triggers, exercise see a therapist and talk out your problems because they're always normal and if you ever think anything really terrible um, please call your local suicide hotline because we're here to help and you are loved okay judy holler wrote any first timer book advice my book comes out 528 congrats judy holler so excited for you My best advice for your first book launch is to enjoy it. You'll only have one first book launch and it's a blessing. So celebrate and be real and be authentic in everything you do. Dee Belladin wrote, making decisions and expectations for first jobs out of college. Well, go with your gut. Go in the direction in which your heart and gut and mind lead you in and Statistics show D. Bellylin? Bellyin? Sorry, I always fuck up the name. Sorry. Um, go with what feels right. Go with your passion. And statistics show that if you work at a job that helps others, you're going to be really happy. And I believe it. K. 
Candy Kudzu wrote, how do you remove yourself from a combo when other people are bragging? Simply take yourself out of the equation. Tell them you got to go. A deadline just came up. You have an appointment. And just bail. People are so weird. How about this? Stay out of LA. <laughs> okay. Sujika uh, Komijanat wrote, what is the most important lesson for girls? Do you have plans to translate your book into Serbian? Oh my God, what a great question. Sulkaj? Slukaj. So um, the most important lesson for girls is to empower other girls and to educate yourself. So get a good education and hang out with other women that really empower you. That's our big why at globalgirlsglow.org. And also, I would love to translate the book into Serbian. So this is a note for all of you. If you want your book, if you want Kintsugi Wellness translated into your native language, you have to write to your local publishers and ask them to do so. Um, I actually can't do it. And then once they get the rights from my publisher, then we can translate it. And and I'll see you in Serbia. Okay, authentically, Leslie, as usual, you're always so good at questions. I've never been to Amsterdam. What's been your favorite spot or memorable experience? Hands down, without a fucking shadow of a doubt, staring at the hot men at the gym. Holy shit, the Dutch men. Okay, love you guys. I wanted to make this week short and sweet. A little bit of love advice for my mom. She says, you know, you are, it's kind of okay to be single for Valentine's Day. I will give you a card because you are single, but when you are not, you are not expect anything from me. <laughs> so she sends me cards for Valde um, when I'm single, and then when I'm with a boyfriend, she doesn't send him. So anyways, she's so cute. Uh, I really, really enjoy being single. I think I'm just, I love it. I don't get this whole like rushing thing, which is why I'm glad we did our episode today. I'll see you on E! News February 19th, guys. Have such a great week. I love you. Um, Think about planning your trip to Amsterdam. And if you haven't gotten uh, your book in Dutch, if you're from Holland, please do. Um, And I also posted some juicy new content on CandiceKumai.com. And please follow on Instagram. Share this podcast with two friends. And hey, have you written your five-star review yet? I don't think so. And I am reading each of them daily. That's the fuel for this podcast. So I need you guys to do me a favor and please do so. And buy your Valde gifts at thematchashop.com this week. If you want this podcast to be cheesy free, which means no fucking cheesy ads and bullshit, then all I need you to do is one simple thing. And that's get a five-star review in there and subscribe on iTunes to Wabi Sabi. And follow on Instagram and buy something at the matcha shop. Okay. (laughs) I make no profit off of this, I promise. And I kind of love that. Being a creative head that's poor and struggling, like, and still struggling is awesome. I don't know why I love it, but my sister and I used to play poor when we were little. And I think I mentioned that in another podcast. (laughs) Okay. I'm losing it, guys. Okay. I gotta go and check out the hot Dutchmen and... Enjoy the rest of this trip. Have a great week. Love you so much. And ciao for now. Keep it cool. Keep it fun and classy. 
and let go of things that are not bringing you like ultimate love, joy, and are hindering you from living your best life. Bye. Oh.